Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Wrestling with Fatherhood podcast. I'm glad that you're here. Wrestling with Fatherhood is all about equipping dads to discover their strengths, understand their value, develop their goals, and live out their dreams so they can become their children's biggest heroes. Today, man, I am so blessed. I'm so honored. I've got a, a, a great friend here, Dr. Johnny Parker. Johnny, man, thank you so much for joining me. Matt, I am honored and delighted to finally do this. We've been talking about this, <laughs> and so I'm finally glad we can finally get it, make it happen. Oh, man, I, I'm excited. I know you're going to drop a lot of great nuggets of wisdom on us. So let's, let's go ahead and jump right in. So your brand as a, as a coach, as a, a professor, as a, just everything that you do wraps up in this idea that you wrote in a book called Turn the Page. Yeah. yeah. So a basic question is how does understanding your own story help you to become a great leader? Yeah, so it all starts with you in the sense of every life, Matt, tells a story, a leadership, a dad, mom. You know, we all tell a story. And what I mean by that, it's a metaphor. It's a life in that. And that, and, and so and no one gets to write our IGH teacher, write your story. And, um, and when we don't know our story, two things happen. Either we plagiarize someone else's life um, and, and try to we mimic them. Or others will write one for us. We'll uh, we'll go into this narrative void, if you will. And so the fact that you know we have to be really, really intentional about the story that our life tells as dads um, and in our families, uh, we have to be intentional because the more that we know our story, the better we are to help serve and write on our sons and daughters' hearts in that story that God is writing in their hearts. And, and, and speaking words of, of wisdom, because words create worlds, words shape hearts and destinies. And so, and so knowing your story as a person, as a dad in particular, uh, and having clarity about that story gives you a lot of confidence and allows you to walk into the story and the heart of a young of a son or daughter and help write that story on their heart. I love that. I, I, I love this idea of understanding your own story so that you can be intentional and in pushing that value, those yeah. dreams, those goals, those, yeah. those principles, those nuggets of wisdom onto your children. And yeah. unless you know what your story is, unless you understand uh, exactly who you are and, and the role that you play in this story, you're not going to be able to deliver those nuggets to your to your spouse to your to your children i i love that Absolutely. and so how does understanding your story how does that specifically help in having a great marriage wow so i tell you man i've been married going on 30 years and uh quite frankly we did not know the story when we first got married we brought a lot of pain into the story uh, and so when we say story, story has characters in it, uh, some good, some bad, 
story has three parts: the day you're born, the day you and, uh, and then the day you die. Um, depending on your faith belief, you know the story gets even better. If you're Christian, you go to Jesus you go to heaven. But the story that you live out right now. So the story that my wife and I brought into our marriage was um, a very painful story. I came from a home where there was divorce. We came from a home that was very uh, rule and, 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 and legalistic. And so when you don't know that story in your marriage, again, you start to drift into a narrative void, a story void. And, um, and so again, we, did, we weren't clear about the story for us. And it took uh, counseling, it took working through conflict, it took a lot of uh, working through anger and forgiving our past because you can't write a great marital story until you first edit the story that you brought into the marriage. And our story needed a lot of editing. Uh, we had to own a lot of stuff from our childhood and that we brought into the marriage. And for the first 10 years, Matt, uh, we were stuck in a bad story because we blamed each other on why the story wasn't working. And the way we turned the page was ownership, ownership, ownership. And so, uh, so we're very, very clear about that story today. So how did that story improve your relationship with your children yeah. while you were going through it. You said that there was, there seemed to be a lot of uh, some, some issues there in the first 10 years. Yeah. And as both of us know, being in the psychology realm, uh, yeah. you being a professor, we know that our children mirror what they see in our parents. Yeah. And so how did that reflect on your children? And then how did that improve as you and your wife started rewriting your own story yeah so our kids are not our brokenness is not hidden from our kids our kids see our shortcomings our kids see our sin our kids see our, our, our um, the places that we're not together i mean you know in terms of um, uh, our shortcomings and so what what was critical and even now even just last night matt I had a young family in here. I did the premarital for this couple 14 years ago. And now uh, they got three beautiful little, little girls. And I mean, and they were really thinking about divorce. And, and their story was very similar to our story in terms of our kids saw our brokenness and our sin. Their kids, this couple, their kids see their brokenness and sin. And one of the things that I did that I've done with my own marriage and I had them do last night. I brought the girls into the session and I had the parents, um, what I call demand bold truth, take full ownership of how they have hurt each other in the marriage. The father went, hey, the way I've spoken to you all and treated mommy has been wrong. Will you forgive me? Mommy did that. The way I've spoken about daddy, spoken to daddy has been wrong. Will you forgive me? The kids began to cry and... Um, it was a very, very powerful time, but it was in that ownership, it was in that brokenness, it was in that humility that a turning of the page, Matt, happened. And that's exactly what had happened in my marriage. There have been many times in our 30 years, I've gone back to my son, my wife has gone back to the boys, and we said, the way I spoke to mom or the way I spoke to dad was disrespectful, unloving, uh, will you forgive me? And so that's what's important for dads to do and, uh, and husbands to do in homes. I completely agree. And I want to reemphasize a point that you're 
that you're making, and that is that we are our, the own editors of our own story. Exactly. We do not have to live a life where we are powerless to change ourselves and what happens around us. Exactly. And I love that about what you're saying, taking ownership, taking responsibility. Once you right. do that, right. you can change things. You can, yeah. you can move forward. You can, you can step forward. And so what are some steps that you take to develop yourself personally so that you can be a person to lead others? Yeah. So I do several things, Matt. One, I'm a morning person. I spend a lot of time out in the woods in the morning. Um, my, I have some real clear rituals. And so I'm at my best in the morning. I found in my life, Matt, that I'm not good for my wife or my son. I'm not good for people if I'm always with people. And you got to know what gives you life, what refuels you, what replenishes you in the morning, the morning air, the quietness, the chirping of the birds. It's where my soul catches its breath. And so I do meditation. Uh, I meditate on scripture. I do breathing exercises. I journal a lot, man. I journal gratitude. I journal what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. And all of those things uh, allow me to gain what I call high definition clarity um, in the story and the narrative. And, um, and the other thing that I've done, I periodically, I did this a lot when our sons were younger. Now they're 26, 22, and 19. But when they were a lot younger, like where your girls are, we formed an acronym, Matt. We took our last name, which I encourage everyone to do, and it's Parker's, and we said the P stands for pleasing God, the A stands for accepting one another, R stands for respecting one another, K, keeping short accounts, E, encouragement, R, renewal, and S, service. And so we've been really intentional about what does it mean to be a Parker? What does it mean to be us? This is the story of us. How do we live this out? We have everyone in here, five of us, we have different personalities, but this is what unites us. And so I feel like it's my job as a husband and a dad to lead the family into that story of what does it mean to be Parker in your unique personality, speaking to my sons and, 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 and really call them and invite them into this um, uh, very, very beautiful narrative, a loving narrative. So. I think that's definitely important. We see a lot of times where people are talking and that the children don't feel like they are a part of that unified family. Yeah. And I love how you involved each of your children in that mission statement and that combined, uh, in that combined story that yeah. they know that they are uh, pivotal, that they are main characters in the story that you guys are writing. And I think yeah. that really shows an element of value and importance. And then when they get up and, and as you said, they're, they're adults now, they can take that same value, that same importance, and they're able to, that, to pour that into their children. So I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we were, we were talking earlier about some of the different things that you do in your, your schedule, and, and you, you've talked to – a number of different people you put on events you're you know you're a, you're a coach you're a teacher a professor uh, i guess teacher's not the right uh, terminology here a professor uh and so with you being so busy yeah how do you create time to make sure that you're that, that you're in that story with your wife and your children yeah. even though you're yeah. children out of the house how do you make yeah. sure that you create that time to spend with uh, each member yeah. of the family. Yeah. 
Well, Matt, they were out of the house. They came back, Matt. They boomerang, <laughs> brother. They boomerang. So our oldest two, my 26 and 22, were out. Uh, and then they came back, and they brought my nephew with them. So have you ever seen a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Uh, Matt, I'm Uncle Phil, brother. I'm Uncle Phil. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, yeah. So I got a 19, a 22, a 26, and 27. And they're all uh, – the 19, still, he's in college in Florida, full sale. But the other three all left, and now they all, they're all back. So we're relaunched. We're in relaunch two, 2.0 mode, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. But the question about how do I do it, I'm, I'm still um, being very intentional about that, Matt. Really, really being intentional about that. Um, and, and because what happens a lot of times, I get asked to do things, and I, it's kind of like this adrenaline addiction of the chase of somebody's interested in you and you, and, and, and it's not just, you know, they're going to pay you but that they want you, they want your services. And in having this passion about this turn the page message, I'm so passionate about this message that I have to guard that and watch that adrenaline when that thing starts, because <laughs> I do need to be, continue to be intentional about margin. That's the growth area for me, that I don't book things back to back to back to back. So it's a great question. It catches me at a season where I'm asking myself, what's the right rhythm for me? And and years ago, Matt, um, gosh, I mean, when I was in my 30s, I'm in my 50s now, but in my 30s, I was terrible about this. And I ended up burning myself out. I ended up with panic attacks, depression, uh, because I was not intentional about that. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm very intentional now. Like, for example, I just went through a week of teaching at Johns Hopkins. I went through a week of traveling to Williamsburg, working with American combat wounded veterans, which I was honored to do felt inadequate to do it but i did it uh spoke at a a, a, a leadership development event did some coaching and and on the back end i went and i've done acupuncture and um spent some time in the woods and so those are those are self-care things for me and so and i just need to get better and continue to get better about having space between events the other thing that i do i'm very deliberate about is uh, we have dinner together as a family. My sons are older now, and we do have dinner together. We talk about gratitude, what gave us life. My wife and I, we continue to have a date like every Friday. Uh, we can almost date when we want because the boys are older. We don't, we don't need a babysitter anymore. <laughs> so, we, you know, so we can pretty much do it. But we're pretty intentional about traveling and getting away, and we work together. So we had some good time in Williamsburg together. So those are the ways that I try to be, I, I train myself rather to be very intentional about some, some rituals. That's good. And I think that's the, the, the mark of a great dad is somebody who's intentional with their children. Yeah. A lot of times we can allow our schedules to get away from us. We can allow uh, a lot of distractions to come in. So, yeah. you know, whether that's your cell phone, whether that's TV, whether yeah. that's, you know, any number of different things. You're, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the emotional and your internal struggle or the, the, the stuff on the outside, we let so many of those things distract us from the things yeah. that, are, that are vital and important to us, uh, like you had mentioned. And I absolutely sure. love that. So what are some of the major areas that you've seen in your, your coaching and your counseling and working with people what are some of the big areas that men can improve their intentionality with their children? Wow, great question, Matt. Um, 
what are the ways that involve your kids in your work? Look for opportunities to take them on trips with you, to travel with you when they can, when you can do it. I've I've shared with you uh, just recently. I've been doing that with my son, traveling with me. I've been speaking on college campuses, and they get a chance to do the work with me. They get a chance to see how I speak to people, how I engage people, how I do the business side of things. And so, you know, more is caught than taught. And so, I think there are things that they're catching along the way. And so, I just think that uh, the more that, uh, as a parent, being intentional about that. When my sons were younger, Matt, I would be the one taking them to school in the morning. And at least once a week, we would stop off Chick-fil-A, uh, Burger King, uh, uh, IHOP, and we would have breakfast. And we would talk about a proverb from the Bible. We would talk about a proverb for the day. We, we, we would have breakfast. We would do things like that. Uh, that was really, really cool to do that. Um, um, and, and now, again, it's challenging as they get older, they get girlfriends, they get jobs, they're in school. But we've already blocked out uh, the second week in January to go on a ski trip, uh, to do something like that. We haven't done that in a while. And, and so we, uh, again, just being really intentional about time together, time, acronym, this is most essential. So those moments of sharing stories, the uh, savoring, which is a concept I teach at Johns Hopkins, by the way, Matt, uh, savoring is when you relish a moment and you do that three ways. You can relish, remember the time when, and so we tell a lot of, remember the, a lot of win story, W-H-E, and remember the time when we did this, and, uh, or you savor the present and you're doing something, you're you know, swimming or skiing, whatever, and you savor the future, like, looking forward to hey the second week in january we're gonna have a great time we're gonna do this family so anyway those are just some of the ways that uh, we look to be really intentional about uh, i look to be very intentional particularly now as my sons are in this you know um young adult years of their life man that's awesome i, I love that and and i love the the three ways of uh savoring the, the moment past present and the future uh, yeah. i love that uh, you've touched on this a little bit, but I would love to hear more about how you personally implement value and importance into your children and into your marriage. Yeah. So I've, I've had to, I've learned um, the importance of speaking words of life, man, because unfortunately in the early days of our marriage, I had a lot of shame shame of uh, I wasn't good enough and it had nothing to do with my wife or my son I brought that into the marriage I brought that into fatherhood so that came out in my parenting um and I and I and I timed I parented out of shame where I um uh you know I communicated to them at times that they weren't enough and it wasn't it wasn't intentional but I can definitely look back and see those moments when um, I pushed them to, um, to, to fulfill dreams that I had. And I always said I wouldn't be that guy, I wouldn't be that dad, and I could see where I became. So, so you know, um, so the big thing for me, Matt, is that to learn, uh, and the good thing about them coming back this season, I'm really mindful of the shame stuff, and I'm really intentional about speaking words of life over them, saying to them, listen, 
and I've asked her forgiveness, by the way, on those places where I failed as a dad. And, and so the shame, so, so today I'm really intentional and deliberate about affirming their strengths, really affirming their strengths and saying to them, Jordan, JP, Joe, you are really, really good at that. And the thing about that, so in my book, Turn the Page, man, I talk about this front stage, back stage, the front stage being the appearance and the accomplishments and achievements of our lives. It's the public side, the backstage being your heart, your soul, your character, your intent, your values. And it's important as a dad that we just don't speak to the front stage of great, you get an A plus, great, you had a home run, great, you scored a lot of points, great, you made a cheerleading team, great, you made that, that we want to be really, really careful. You know what? They almost don't even need any praise for that. That's already praise in itself because people are going to praise that. But the, the real, real, real hard work, hard work is affirming their heart, their character. Man, I appreciate taking an initiative to take the garbage out. I don't have to tell you. I appreciate how you bought water for the whole family. That was so selfless of you. I appreciate how you were appreciative and, and your gratitude. Just yesterday, my parents came in town for Thanksgiving this week, and my younger son drove grandma and grandpa around, took them here and there, and I just affirmed him. I said, man, thank you for doing that. Thank you for serving your, your, your elderly grandparents. So there are things like that that I, I'm much more mindful of. I guess the big picture matter wrapping up this, this piece is this thought. I want, and I said this to my wife, we want our home to be a refreshment center, inspiration station. World is hard. You got those doors. It's hard out there, man. It's really, really hard out there. And, um, and so I want, when they come home, for the house to be inspiration station, a refreshment center where they are refreshed and they know that when they come here, they're going to get love. They're going to get hugged and they may even get a great meal if we decide to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear that. That's one of the things I look forward to when I, when I get to go home is, is some really good home cooked meals. <laughs> Nothing like mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great cook. Uh, so you talked a little bit and, and there's so much in there. And, and, and unfortunately this podcast isn't all day long because uh, I could just digest uh, the, the statement right there that you just said uh, for, for the rest of the day. And, and I think the two of us could easily talk psychology and, and, and different things sure. uh, probably for the rest of the day. Um, sure. But talk to us a little bit about that mindset and that mindset sure. shift. How do you change? Yeah. You know, let's say you grew up without a dad or you grew up in an abusive home. You grew up and you didn't know any better. How do you sure. gain that confidence? How do you gain that security that sure. you can be enough that you can be a great dad yeah no it's a great question man and I think that um I know for me the second year of my marriage I knew I was in trouble I knew I needed a mentor I needed a coach I needed someone to model because uh, unfortunately my parents did divorce and uh, I saw a lot of bad things in terms of their marriage um not a good thing about their story their story was horrible at the beginning but I remarried them 12 years ago. That's a whole other podcast. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, yeah. I remarried them. And it's a wonderful ending to that story. It's a beautiful story now. But that wasn't how the story started. So I knew I needed to. I needed a model. So I say, you know, for the man who grew up without a dad or grew up in, in dad was there, but wasn't there emotionally or dad was abusive with that. What I call AAA, addiction, adultery, or abuse. And you saw that model or, or abandonment or uh fourth a um you it's, it's important to take full ownership 
of how you decide to show up. Okay, so so what I do, Matt, uh, and maybe I, I can show you this. I, I typically put up a. Uh, I typically um, put up. It's too bad you the listeners can't see this, but but oh, this will be on YouTube too. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So I typically put up this whiteboard, and um, I don't know if I've ever you've ever seen this, but 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 what do you see, Matt? I uh, just black dots. Yeah. And that's one perspective, but the, guess what? If we reframe this using our counseling and psychology, you could also say you see a whole lot of white space. And so my point is that the brain has a negative bias. We can easily focus on lack and where we're lacking and what's wrong with us, and that's the black dots. But what about being intentional about going into the white space? And so, so, so how I've done it and how I coach people to do it, yes, what happened was a black dot. Dad wasn't there. There was abandonment, whatever. And, but I bet when you look at your story, reframe your story, I bet that if you allow it, that can help you be much more sensitive to fathers or, or boys who grow up without their dads. I mean, I believe the reason why I went into counseling was because I grew up in a broken home and I had a real tenderness towards uh, families staying together and helping them be healthy. Um, uh, the work that I do with men today, I think it, it, has, it has ushered me into this space of working with leaders in sports, in business, in ministry. And so that's the thing, a lot of times reframing, but how has that, how can that work for my good? Okay. And, and, and that's where I, I do a lot of the work, Matt, because quite frankly, people get stuck in a bad story of blame and shame. Okay. Who's the blame? Okay, and I was stuck there for 10 years. And so the way we turn the page, I own the fact that this has happened. God has a purpose for it. And how can I use what was once a place of pain and turn it into real purpose? And so that's the thing that, and, and I'm sure that's part of your story, big part of your story, that um, oftentimes God uses those, those pain points to call us into our purpose. Yeah, definitely. I, I, you know, uh, uh, my, my dad wasn't there, uh, long story real short. Uh, I was adopted when I was four and he took off when I was seven. Um, and he was a, he was a Vietnam vet and that really, uh, tore him up mentally. And so, uh, the next time I saw, I saw him, uh, in 98, uh, when I was 12, Still can remember the conversation that we had. Twelve, you know, I'm 33 right now, uh, and the next time I saw him, he was laying in a casket, and oh, wow. I was, I, you know, in, in 2001, he unfortunately he took his life, mm. and so I remember going into that with the, you know, I I don't know if I I want to hug him or I want to punch him, mm. and so there was so much pain there. And I remember as I got older, somebody told me uh, in, a, in a different way than what you just said, you can take your story and either like make it a stumbling block for yourself and keep on tripling over it, keep on screwing up and use that as an excuse, or yep. you can take your story and you can turn it into your testimony. And you taking go. that into your testimony, you're going to be able to take what you went through and some of that pain, and you're going to be able to help others through it. And, uh, that, that's what I've tried to do. That's, uh, uh, you know, I absolutely love that. I, uh, 
you know, because of that, I believe that I'm a lot more intentional uh, about sure. the type of dad that I am to my own girls. And yep, so absolutely. would completely agree. So what advice would you give men on becoming a better husband? And uh, what advice would you give to dads on how to become a better dad? Yeah. Every day work on you. Every day focus on you. And the story really starts with you. I tell people uh, all the time, it takes a healthy me to build a strong we. And help is being really, really honest about who I'm becoming, who I want to become, and the story I want my life to tell. And so that's why, you know, again, I go to the woods, and so that's where I get clarity. That's where I get uh, new focus. And so I tell you, you start with you. Um, I mean, there's a reason why they tell you on an airplane, if something happens, put your oxygen mask on first. So to be great at being a dad, great at being a husband, always have this mindset of growth. I want to go into the land of better, reading books, asking questions, seeing other men who, who uh, exemplify uh, great uh, husband leadership, great dad leadership, and uh, hang out with them. Take them, uh, take them out for breakfast. Take them out for lunch. Ask them questions. They would love to share with you their wisdom, their story. I love it, and and so I just think that having that mindset of um, how do I leave my wife and my sons better off than how I found them—that's the mindset—and being a part of other men's groups where other men can encourage and affirm you uh, as you want to be a better husband and, and dad. Awesome. I absolutely love that. So you mentioned books and, and some of these different resources that yeah. can help you to develop. So what are some of the best resources that you personally use that have helped you become a better, uh, a better self, a, a, a better uh, developed self or uh, better in your marriage, better, a better dad? What are some of your, your top resources? Well, first the Bible, <laughs> for sure. Uh, first the Bible. Uh, of course, I've written my own books, but the books that I've read before I wrote my own uh, have certainly been one of the best books I read that really, really helped me um, in terms of my marriage has been um, uh, years ago, if, um, if, if only... Uh, he knew it was a book. I think it was like Gary Smalley, and I don't, okay. I don't see the book anymore. But it was—I mean, it's going way, way back. I've been after thirty <laughs> years, but that—that uh, that has been a, um, a a really, really good book in terms of that. The five loving, the five loving, five love languages. Excuse me, has also been great. Um, books like uh, books like that have been, you know, just just books that have uh, been uh, written with a lot of transparency by the, by the author have been books that, that Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas is another one that comes to mind. I love that because it gets right at the heart uh, of marriage. And that book has been riveting for, for me. Um, so those have been just a few of the books. Awesome. We will uh, we'll definitely have to check those out. Uh, yeah, Gary Smalley is a, a great author. Five Love Languages, I think, has been recommended on this podcast more than probably any other resource. I bet. Uh, I bet. It's, a, it's a phenomenal book. It's, it's a book I've personally read. 
of taking some good notes and, and understanding your own spouse's love languages and how they feel love and how they, they accept love. I, I absolutely love that. So our last question uh, is tell us a little bit about your business. Uh, you know, we've mentioned turn the page. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. And also how yeah. can people get in contact with you? Sure. If they want to learn more about you or if they want to connect with you. So I've written a few books. Um, I've written the book, uh, Turn the Page. That's the latest book that came out about a year ago. Unlocking the story within you. This idea that your life, your life, your leadership is telling a story. Is it telling the story that you want? Many times people get stuck in a bad story of shame and blame. And there's three things we want to help you do. It's your life in 3D. Dream, know your story. So we want to help you really, really get clarity about your story. Design, align your story. Align your story around generosity and leaving others better off and, uh, and having a, a support cast. And then destiny matches your story. That, that in all of our lives, Matt, we can't sustain our effectiveness if we don't sustain ourselves. That's the whole idea of, of replenishing our lives so we burn on and don't burn out. So, uh, so that's that book. And then I've written um, another book called, uh, this marriage book called uh, Renovating Your Marriage, Unlock, uh, Renovating, Renovating Your Marriage Room by Room. And that's a metaphor of walking through the rooms of a house. And so we walk you through the wrong foundation, lies we believe about marriage, and the strong foundation, bricks we believe about marriage, like humility and grace and uh, acceptance and nurturance. So, so, um, so those are two of the books uh, that, have done well for us. People love, people buy, people bring us in to speak on. Uh, my wife and I do a lot of marriage stuff together and they, they would do a lot of turn of page coaching and leadership development together. And so, uh, and people can find me, they can go to my website, Matt, uh, johnnyparker.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, parker.com. Johnnyparker.com is the, uh, the, uh, the website. And if they go there, Matt, if they scroll down, they'll see that there's a, um, a complimentary turn the page five-day challenge that, that they go through the five-day challenge, uh, put their email in for five days, they get coaching from me. And um, so that's something that we provide for people who go to the website and uh, it's been really, really cool. Man, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I just want to take a second and, and uh, affirm you and, and the, the encouragement, the, uh, the blessing that you've been in my life, uh, you know, having a chance to, to meet you in person and, and see your, your generosity, the type of person that you really are. We were in a, a mastermind there for, for a little bit and, and yeah, just your right. willingness to, to, to pour out generosity and help people. Uh, it's something that has always amazes me and always, uh, always something that, that I've loved about you. Um, you. you know, you're, 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 you're a busy man. Not only are you a busy man, but you have, uh, with your turn to page, you've had a chance to speak into, you know, celebrities lives. You've had a chance to speak in the uh, lives of sports teams and, and different things like that. And you've always taken time to come back and, mm help this this small guy and you've done it with a smile on your face and <laughs> and uh and, and that's you know you you are definitely one of those guys who practice what he preaches Thank you, and ha just has a heart of gold mm. I, I i haven't met your kids but i can only imagine how awesome they are <laughs> i've had a chance to meet your lovely wife that's right uh, just it, ex you know exactly the same such a generous heart uh just such a beautiful family and uh so it's something i've always admired and, I, and I've respected about you. So if you're listening and 
you want someone who's a, who's the real deal. You need a coach. You need someone that that talk to. You need someone to uh, just help you move from one page to another. There you go. Johnny Parker is is your guy, and uh, you know it, it's. I I love all of, all of my podcast guests, and 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 Johnny is uh, definitely one of the one of the best. So Johnny, man, right. thank you so much for making time and jumping on this podcast and uh, helping me out. Uh, you've given us a lot to think about and a lot to chew on, a lot to. Uh, a, a lot to think about. So if you would like to learn a little bit more about Johnny, please check out his website. As he mentioned, johnnyparker.com. Again, that's Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com. Johnnyparker.com. If you'd like to learn, learn a little bit more about what Wrestling with Fatherhood is all about, please check out our website at www.fatherhood.com. Again, that is www.fatherhood.com. Dot com. Also, please check out, make sure you check out the Wrestling with Fatherhood Summit, which is completely online and completely free. The Fatherhood Virtual Summit will be held Monday, December 10th, and will run through Saturday, December 15th of this year, 2018. And we will be blessed once again to hear from Dr. Johnny Parker and uh, see what he's been up to. I really hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.